featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's time for Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Andy? Doing well. So last week we had some fun talking about famous money quotes. Yeah. I actually ran into that. Thomas Jefferson won three times last week in different occasions. Weird. Goodness. <laughs> of course, we covered, we covered what they mean yeah. and how you apply them to your life to make good money moves. What are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, so today we're talking all about money, aka income, the oh, money you make. Okay. Right? Um, but first, I just want to share some fun facts with you. They don't necessarily tie directly to anything we're going to talk about, but I found them interesting as I was um, kind of doing some research for this show today, and I just had to share them with you. So the median income for U.S. households is $63,179. And that's the median whole household. Household, yeah. The median income for a Minnesota household, though, is slightly lower than the national average at 58476 Okay, I believe that. Yeah. Other rural areas, you know, you go off to the hinterlands, the pay is quite a bit lower. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so then we look at the median income for Rochester, which sits a little bit higher than the national average at $63,472 a year. No surprise there at all. Yeah. So I, I just found that interesting. So how it all kind of just fluctuates. <laughs> it's interesting, too, because I think a lot of people have a perception that the Rochester area income is a lot higher. Than median. I think you're right. But there's a lot of folks on the lower end of the scale, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all kind of evens out when you look at median. So, But the average hourly wage of all employees across the United States is an average of $11.35 an hour. Oh, I thought that would have been higher. Well, you would like to think so. <laughs> well, I just see what the you know a lot of the retailers, the big box retailers are now offering as their minimum wage, which is considerably higher than that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and this this statistic was um, a, maybe a year a oh, year okay. or two old. Um, that's the best one I could find. So I do have a feeling, you know, as as this year wraps up, I I've noticed the same thing that they're getting a little bit more competitive with their wages for some of the service type jobs. Um, but what we're really going to be focusing on today is income sources the types of income you can make right okay. and so uh, this last little statistic that i came across is really what ties my my thoughts together for the day right so on average someone who has achieved and kind of maintains a, a millionaire status so well above the median income in the us <laughs> has at least three sources of income oh goodness okay so as we dive into this, I think what you're hinting at is that there are several, at least several types of income. Yes. 
Yes. According to the IRS, there's about 25 ways to earn income, but we're not going to get quite that detailed today. All right. um, we are going to actually focus on kind of what, what's considered three core types of income, active, passive, and portfolio. Right. Um, then we're going to talk a little bit about the few different like streams of income that kind of fall into these different categories to give you some context and idea of what sure. what all of this actually means, right? Um, and each income type is really important to understand because they all contribute to helping you build wealth and become financially successful in different ways. Okay. So what's the difference between these three core types of income? Sure. So the first type of income I mentioned was active, right? So this is the most common type of income someone can earn. Um, This is what most of us live off of day to day. This is your paycheck. Your active income um, is really important because this is what allows you to earn income quickly and consistently, which you need to get by day to day, right? Um, So just to kind of, there are kind of four basic types of active income streams that people make, right? So there's salary. If you work your typical eight to five schedule and you make a set salary for your efforts, you know, this is active income. Essentially, um, you're trading a year worth of your time and skill set in exchange for a set of amount of money is kind of how salary works, right? Yep. And then we already talked about this hourly wage, right? So of all the forms of income, the hourly wage is probably the most common, um, and you can make an hourly wage as a teenager delivering pizza or even in, in a lot of full-time jobs as an adult. This is a very common, right? You could even make hourly wages at, you know, and a salary at the same time. Let's say you have a salary and then you have kind of like this little side hustle at night that you do as an hourly wage. So you can Ooh, kind of combine like. these in different, yeah, you can kind of combine these in different ways, right? But one of the best benefits of working an hourly wage above some of these others um, is that it often comes with the opportunity to make overtime, which is can be really, really helpful. And to help you. Yes, absolutely. Um, then we have commission-based active income, right? So if you're in sales, typically there's some kind of commission structure to how you're paid. Um, and of all the active income streams, this one probably has the most potential to make you a pretty significant amount of money in a short amount of time, right? So you think about real estate agents. Um, when they sell a home, they make a set commission on that typically. Um, so let's say they sell a home for $500,000. They make 3% commission on that. They just earn $15,000. That's a great day. That's, that would be a great day, right? But there's a flip side to this in that if you don't, if you have kind of a slow sales month or, um, you know, there, there's maybe a cyclical nature to, to how your industry operates and you work on commission. Um, you can find yourself in some difficult financial situations if you're not prepared for the loss in the commissions that you're used to receiving. Um, sometimes there's, com- you know, commission-based jobs can be are kind of supplemented in part by like a, a small base salary, a small hourly wage as well. I can see why it'd be so attractive if you're mm-hmm. a, a real go-getter and you have, and you're lucky enough to have those those people skills, yeah, uh, you can. <laughs> yeah, you could do really, really well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it doesn't have to just be selling, you know, real estate. You can make quite a bit of money doing selling cars, selling phones, selling advertise. Yeah, there's all kinds of things um, that fall under this category that 
can set you up pretty nicely. Um, so the fourth and final kind of active income stream that I wanted to, to touch on was tips. So there are many jobs out there that offer the opportunity to make tips. Um, I mean, you think of serving in a restaurant um, is probably the most common form of this, but you can people can earn tips for deliveries, for caddying at a country club, for you know the bellhop at the hotel. There's all kinds of you know tip making opportunities involved with some jobs, whereas others there's just never going to be that opportunity. I know a guy whose job was for many many years until this COVID thing came out um, to be the doorman at a very very posh. A hotel in St. Paul. Oh, sure. And you would be surprised at the income yeah. from tips that 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 job. But he had to kind of know everything too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody, it's, you know, it was a very very people oriented job, but it paid mm-hmm. very very well in tips. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and the kind of the thing to think about with tips too is typically um, jobs that have a tip heavy kind of feel to them typically are supplemented um, by some kind of hourly base wage too. Yep. Sometimes below minimum wage, in fact, the way it works. True, true. Okay. So so today we're talking about income on Good Money yes. Moves and the different types of incomes. Active, we just covered. I'm sure we'll cover yet another type when we come back right after this quick break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Does learning a language feel union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM? Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And our topic today is income. We just finished covering active income. So mm-hmm. you mentioned the second one was passive income. What's that all about? Sure. So passive income is money earned on work that's been completed in the past, but continues to make money without any additional effort. Hmm. That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) So an income stream kind of falling into this category is one where money is received usually still on a regular basis, maybe not as regular as what you would get with active income. But again, there's no additional effort taking place to continue to receive that income. So passive income can flow to you, your family, you know, whether or not you're earning an active income even, right? So passive income is an important one to know about because your physical presence and effort isn't continually required to make this money. So in essence, if you have passive income stream, you can make money at all hours of the day, every day of the year. And sometimes you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So as wonderful as this all sounds, it is important to realize that most passive income streams do require a great deal of effort from the start. Remember I mentioned you do have to work up front to start generating this passive income. And sometimes that work can take years without a paycheck before you start making the income on it, right? So um, if you're willing to put in the work early on, passive income can actually sustain your lifestyle for a really long time, depending obviously on what it is. So, but you know, the, the good news is there's a lot of really good ways 
to start generating passive income if this is an intriguing idea to you. So I'll give you some <laughs> some good. examples of yeah, what this get, actually is, right? Let's get to it, People are probably like, well, you keep talking about it, but what, what, what is this? Yeah. Us. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, some really good examples, some common examples of what passive income is, is something like rental income, right? If you have the money to buy the rental property up front, you could spend years pulling in money from rent checks as passive income, right? Now, this is actually kind of one of the higher risk forms of passive income because it does require a large upfront investment, right? You're buying property. Um, And if you can't find a tenant who can pay your rent, then you're not going to be making money and you're actually going to be losing money. That's why we, it's kind of considered that a higher risk factor. Um, but the other thing to kind of think about um, with rental income is that you do have to maintain the property, which at times makes rental income feel a little bit more like an active income, but it technically is considered passive income because most of the effort and, and cost is put in up front and then you make money after the fact. Sure. Um, and this could even include rent, and you don't not necessarily property, but you could rent out other items you own and to generate passive income, right? You don't, you know, if you don't use your truck and trailer every weekend, and some you want to rent it out to somebody, or you got a trampoline, or an inflate, you know, one of those inflatable bouncy toys that kids love, <laughs> or a kayak, or I mean, it could be heck, it could even be your own backyard if you wanted. Um, you can rent out other things and earn passive income that way too. Um, So another one that's really common, and I know that a lot of um, children out there aspire to be this in some way, shape or form. I know mine is um, a YouTube channel, right? Start a YouTube channel, start a blog. Um, If you have a really good idea that appeals to a specific audience, you could easily create something like an educational blog or a YouTube, you know, tutorial series that can generate a lot of online traffic. and once your content hits a certain level of traffic, you it's you can kind of start engaging through some by selling ad space on those platforms, right? So you see that all the time on blogs. You see that all the time I in know. YouTube. I mean, it's it's some of them have a little bit too much ads that they're selling, but that's how they're making money by having these boxes through ad sales, right? I, so I know this young lady, and from a distance, I'm kind of somewhat related it's i'm not going to get into describe the connection but um she's in her 20s she got the idea to do a video blog on youtube about teaching young girls how to correctly apply makeup sure she pulls in so much money from this thing that's uh, shocking to me i I mean yeah like six-figure income i believe that I believe that you can but make a lot of money. I think it was because she was first. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of luck to get a real income from something like this. Yes, hard yeah. work and too. A lot of again, yeah, a lot of upfront hard work. A lot of and you have to be again. It's all with stuff like this. It's all about timing and finding something that appeals to people. I mean, there there's a million makeup tutorials out there. Right, but there's some that are more entertaining and helpful to watch than others. Um, so you do have to put some some a lot of effort into some of this up front. But <laughs> once you put in that heavy lifting, then if if it's doing well and doing what you hope it will, you can sit back and kind of start enjoying those streams of that passive income coming to you through a lot of that when ad you sales. First brought up passive income. What popped mm-hmm. into my mind immediately was Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. 
all the royalties that continue to flow in even past his death to his family. Oh, yes. From the music that he made decades ago. Mm -hmm. Yep, that is an excellent example of royalties and licensing. So um, it's basically if you're not familiar with how this works, but royalties and license, I'm talking not specifically to you and to our listeners, this is the money you get as a result of letting someone kind of use your products, ideas, or processes. Um, So they kind of make all the revenues off of your hard work and then you get a small percentage of whatever they earned off of your using your ideas. So um, franchises are are kind of a a good example of this too. Um, The royalties, if you were to buy into a Subway franchise, for example, the royalty you send to Subway for using their processes, their logo, their their marketing, it's a royalty income for them. Um, If you're a writer, you get paid for every copy of the book that's sold that's royalty and licensing income Um, but really the big again the big challenge here is to create something unique and then make it repeatable so that people want to use it Um, so if you're a good photographer you can sell to like stock photo sites that and make income that way royalties and licensing comes back to you through that um it's another good one um my my brother does a little bit of that and i have another friend who does this and get this his hottest product for stock photography trains trains yes he takes photos of trains people buy them up like crazy there are a lot of train enthusiasts out there. I know several. Yeah. Oddly enough that you bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an example of be creative and spend your mm-hmm. time thinking about this and do, you know, you never know. So. Right. Yeah. So I, I just want one last thought I have about passive income. So this is really a good way to take something that you enjoy, a hobby, and, and kind of turn it into income for you is what passive think about it that way when you think about passive income okay so we're going to continue talking about income we have one more major core area to cover when we come back with good money moves with jenna topple from first alliance credit union on news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna topple from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm save today on your next project with 11 percent from first alliance credit union on rochester's news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm welcome back to good money moves andy brownell with jenna topple from First Alliance Credit Union on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking about income today, different types of income. We've covered active, passive, and what's the third major type, Jenna? Sure. So the, the third and final type of income that I wanted to talk about today is what's called portfolio income. So um, before we go too far down this path... I do just want to put a a little disclaimer out there that before considering making any investments, it is very important to refer to a financial advisor that can help you make good money moves um, with any money you're planning on investing. And secondly, I am not a financial advisor. I just know stuff about money. So (laughs) the information I'm going to share with you is not necessarily um, financial advice. Um, It's really just information that might help you ask better questions down the road. So background general info. Yes. So portfolio income is money earned from various forms of savings and investments. Now in some 
select circles. People consider this a form of passive income, but it really is its own separate category of income and it is taxed as such. It's taxed differently than active and passive income streams. So that's why I consider it a different type altogether. Yep, especially Um, the tax part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And talk to a tax advisor about that. I am not a tax advisor. <laughs> so, <laughs> another caveat for this little section of our program today. Um, so some common types of portfolio income um, are going to be interest income. Now, this is the money that you get um, as a result of putting your money into a banking account or buying into treasury bills. Um, this is a really great source of portfolio income where your active involvement in managing it extensively is really not needed once the initial deposit is done, right? Um, It can just sit there and be left alone for the most part. Um, And a lot of people kind of overlook this as a serious form of income, Um, but interest income, um, it can generate a considerable amount of wealth, especially when you combine it with the power of compounding interest like we've talked about in the past. Absolutely. Um, And the bonus here... While it may not carry the same level of return as you would see on some of these other types of um, portfolio income that we're going to talk about, it is the least amount of risk compared to the others. You're not going to, I mean, most of this stuff is backed. You're not going to lose the money. Sure. It's backed by the federal government, right? So the the second one I want to talk about briefly is dividends. So these um, are payments from corporate earnings to a company shareholders, right? So dividends are one way you can receive a return from shares you own. You can kind of think of them as a reward for investing your money with a company. Um, but it's important to note that not all stocks pay dividends, right? So to get paid dividends, you would either need a, a dividend paying stock, a dividend mutual fund, or um, some kind of exchange traded funds or ETFs, they're referred to that pay dividends. So you have to really pay attention to that if that's something you're looking for. And again, I would tell you to talk with a financial advisor to help you make those types of decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last one I wanted to touch on is capital gains. So capital gains are the profits from the sale of an asset such as shares of stock, a piece of land, or even a business in some cases, right? So for example, just to kind of give you an idea of how this works, let's say you bought 500 shares of stock in a company at $5 a share, right? So your total investment would be $2,500. So 500 times $5 is 2,500. Now suppose the shares increase in value to $7 each. Right, so making a total value of that investment then rises to $3,500. So 500 times seven, now $3,500, right? So at this point, if you sell the share at that $7 market value with the ending capital at $3,500, the capital gain on this investment is then equal to the ending capital, the $3,500 minus the initial capital you put in, the $2,500, for what is then a capital gain of one thousand dollars. So just so, to so the difference is the difference between what you sold it for compared to what you bought it for. Exactly. Although it can be a little bit more complex than that. Yes, considerably, considerably, <laughs> and and not all stocks um, increase in value. Some of them decrease, in which case you are yeah. less capital gains, right? And, <laughs> and if it's real estate or property, you get to put in your expenses 
Mm-hmm. Certain experts. Well, that's where you talk to your experts here, right? Yep, talk to your experts. And then, you know, the other thing to consider about this, too, is this isn't money in your pocket until you actually sell it. Unrealized income. Uh, yes. Because we used that term previously as well. Yes. Yep. Financial Absolutely. literacy, it's soaking into my brain. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Somebody's ex- learning something from all this. <laughs> throwing about these terms all the time now. Okay. Well, this has been great information, Jenna. And uh, obviously, there are multiple ways to earn money. Do you have any last thoughts uh, or information you wanted to share about income today? Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. Really, don't let this information overwhelm you, right? We covered a lot about different forms of income, um, and some of the terms may be new to you, or they may be old hat. I don't know. But if you're, I mean, if you're content not having that side hustle or delving deep into the world of investing just yet, that's totally okay. But it, it is still very important that you understand what your options are for earning income as you become better at managing your money. Knowing this information is only going to help you make better choices and ask better questions down the road. And so if I come up with my million-dollar idea, I now know that that is passive income. Yes. I'm still working on that, by the way. You got, you got the rest I, of your life well, ahead. Come, you I've, actually no come up with, I've come up with a few, and then I found out that somebody else had already thought of that. Yeah. Darn it. I know. Okay. So we've talked about income today, part of Good Money Moves. I imagine that... Uh, we haven't covered everything, and we can find out more if we go to your website, right? FirstAllianceCU.com. Yes, yep. FirstAllianceCU.com has a lot of excellent resources, uh, free financial guides. Um, we've got our blog out there, all kinds of calculators that can help you um, make good financial decisions. Um, and then, of course, the past episodes of this show are, can be found at FirstAllianceCU.com slash podcast. Um, and you can also subscribe subscribe to this show on apple google spotify and tune in podcasting services um we're just all over the place right now with this (laughs) i'm so excited i'm so excited um but of course if you ever have specific questions about making good money moves in your life reach out to our team at first alliance credit union our member advisors are here to help you get pointed in the right direction and and answer any questions you have all right well jenna thanks again i appreciate it And we'll chat again next week about making good money moves. Absolutely. It's right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340, KROC AM.